Hello and welcome to episode number 96 of the Hobbies and Happiness podcast, where we talk all about the hobby that makes us happy card games. My name's Dan. And I'm Jim. Today, the Alpha Gamers are going over Alpha Clash and why we're excited about it. That was interesting. So you'd consider yourself an Alpha Gamer? I don't know, I would man. not consider myself an Alpha Gamer. What does that even mean, though? I don't know, dude. <laughs> it's been a long day, hasn't it, Jim? <clears throat> yeah, it is. <laughs> All right, so yeah, we uh, we are talking all about the Alpha Clash TCG and why we're excited about it, specifically the TCG. Now, the great, the cool thing about Alpha Clash is uh, they're building like an entire world mm-hmm. around this game and universe, and uh, I'm excited. We're excited for it, and we're going to tell you why. But before we get into it, let's talk about our sponsor, Amazon Audible. If you head over to our affiliate link, www.audibletrial.com forward slash hobbies and happiness, you can sign up for a free 30-day trial of Amazon's Audible service. It's an audiobook service where when you sign up, you get a free book added to your account. That's right. When you sign up free of charge, you get that free book added to your account, and you can redeem that code for a free audiobook on their service and keep it forever. That's right. Even if you cancel, if you, even if you cancel that service, you still get to keep that book. Now, what's pretty cool is if you're an Amazon Prime member, you actually get two free credits added to your account when you sign up. So again, head over to that affiliate link, www.audibletrial.com forward slash hobbies and happiness. You can sign up for your free 30-day trial of Amazon's Audible service today. Amazon Prime members get two free credits added to your account. And again, if you cancel before that 30 days, you still get to keep those credits on your account. So again, check that link in the description to sign up today. All right. So yeah, we just want to hang out today. We're going to talk about <laughs> Alpha Clash. Yes. And uh you know what? We I had the chance to kind of teach more people to play this game mm-hmm. uh, over this weekend. Uh, we had our second community game day. Yep. And it's kind of annoying because, you know, we talk like part of our business is, you know, we <laughs> want to be in this certain location. Uh, New Lenox, that's where we're from. And that's where we are wanting to build our business. Okay. Yeah. And we were all set, ready to go until... Got an, I got an email as I'm trying to confirm and make sure things are set up and basically being like, oh, uh, yeah, I've been trying to email you. And uh, yeah, about that. Turns was, out that was a lie. <laughs> turns out that was a lie. So uh, now, look, this is partially my fault, too, because, I mean, I probably should have made sure everything was kind of buttoned up weeks before. Mm. Um, so, I mean, I'll take I'll take some responsibility. Um you know, I'll I'll take I'll, I will take a, a a good brunt of this here. It's still frustrating to say the least. Um, you know, but reg- regardless, I'm just glad we were able to still mm-hmm. have the event. Yeah. Uh, so that yeah. was that was nice. We had a good time. I mean, we had we had still had a good number of people turn out. Um, and Jim, you want to know what my favorite part of that event was? What? Play testing that that game from oh, somebody man. in our community. Oh man, wasn't yeah, that was. sick? It was a lot of fun. Yeah. So the, I, I think the game the game is actually on Kickstarter now. Now you can't back it yet, but you can be notified. Mm-hmm. Um, if I remember, I will try to find that link. I'll post it in the description. Mm-hmm. Okay. I believe the game is called City Cities of Marquesh. I believe. 
Um, he actually had no it on the idea. back of the card. He had oh, it on the back okay. of the cards. Okay. Yeah. So it's a deck builder, okay? <laughs> and a very interesting take on a deck builder. I mean, mm-hmm. you know we love deck building games. Mm-hmm. I, I absolutely love deck building games. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun. What, 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 what was your kind of overall impression of it? You know, it's uh, it takes that gameplay of the the original deck builder and adds a whole nother experience onto it mm-hmm. with with some slight changes uh, that most people aren't going to be ready for. I don't know how much I even want to give away about it. All right. So I'm just uh, that that's what I'm going to say. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I I I won't give out very much either. Yeah. Um, just that I. Dude, I really liked it. Yeah, I thought it was, it was really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, he had some really unique and mm-hmm. interesting ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, some that I haven't seen a lot of, yeah. and and honestly, after playing it, I could tell he's a he, he enjoys ascension. Yeah, I you can very much I I very much got the ascension vibes yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so the game launches on Kickstarter in October. So as long as everything goes well, launches on Kickstarter in October, and um, you know we 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 I had a nice conversation with him, mm-hmm. um, and hopefully we we may get him on an episode of the podcast mm-hmm. to talk about it, and then you know if all goes well, we may get hopefully we can get ourselves a copy, and then we can you know maybe do a video or two about it on mm-hmm. the channel. So mm-hmm. um, I'm I, I'm excited about that. I thought yeah. it was I thought it was really really fun. Yeah, it was. Uh pretty well crafted and you know at the start he's like if you guys have any ideas about it you know let me know and uh you know he'll think about the changes to it there wasn't really any changes that i would have made to the it. only change that i would have made mm-hmm. and i don't even know if it, if it was a change i would make but my my suggestion the at addition. the end that that addition what did yep. you think of it i know we are being very yeah, cryptic we're being very cryptic it, for a reason that made a lot of sense to me because there were times when i was playing i'm just like I want to see like something else, yeah. but it also was, uh, you know, I kind of went a little aggro. And, um, <laughs> surprise, surprise. Jim goes aggro. I went a little aggro <laughs> and I didn't really pay attention to the buying aspect of but the was, but, card game. But it was still very interesting to me because I was very curious because you went aggro. I very much did not. Yeah. I focused yeah. much more on buying cards for my deck. Yeah. Who would have okay? thought? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. But so I was very curious, like, kind of how he had it weighted. Yeah. But with yeah. all the different types of resources, again, if you're familiar with deck building games, mm-hmm. like, for the most part, there's, like, one or two resources. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times, there's there's only one resource. There are other games where they add an additional resource on on top of it, yeah. kind of like a legendary is a good example. Yeah. Okay. But with this game, there's more things that you can do. There's a board. I mean, it was it was really, really <laughs> cool. Is it a board game or a card game? And I, and I asked him, I was like, all right, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about this right now. Is it a board game or is it a card game? There's like little meeple thingies. <laughs> yeah. So you know. And I and I and, and and I talked to him about like what our distinction kind yeah. of like was about board games and card games. Yeah. And he for the most part he agreed. Yeah. Like, you know, if the main way you interact with the game is through cards, mm. then that that's a good thing to suggest that it would be a card game yeah. and not and not a board game. Yeah. Um, but again, at the end, at the end of the day, it's all semantics. It doesn't really matter yeah. as long as you're having fun and you're playing a game, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, the rules so, don't matter and the points are made up. It's the, 
I know. points are made up. In the, I, <laughs> I don't know. know. It was one. I always, it, yeah. I always do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, uh, again, I'm going to try and find a link to that Kickstarter and hopefully put that in the description. Uh, that way you guys can at least check it out, be notified. There's not much other than uh, you can sign up to be notified when that Kickstarter goes live. So mm-hmm. uh, you best believe I've, I'm already signed up to be notified when that thing goes live. <laughs> and he's already got like over 200 people signed up to be notified. Oh, awesome. Which is really cool. Awesome. So anyway. All right, so for the rest of the day, for the rest of the time, <laughs> we're going to be talking about Alpha Clash, okay? Yes. Now, um, recently, I guess maybe not recently, but we did have on Ridge Kylie, who is the creator of the Alpha Clash TCG and the Alpha Clash universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, it was one of my favorite interviews. Like, I had a, gr- I had a lot of fun mm-hmm. with that. And any anytime I'm talking about Alpha Clash with like the Discord or just anybody, I'm like, look, you need to just go watch your episode. Just go watch the episode, the interview that we did with Ridge, and it'll tell you a lot about the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, which which it does. Um, you can learn a lot from the game. Learn uh, learn a lot about the game. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. You can learn a lot from Ridge. Kind of get to know him a little bit just from that conversation. Um, so I had a lot of fun with that episode. Okay. Yeah. So what we're going to do today is we're kind of going to just going to go over what the game is, kind of give you our initial thoughts, and then I kind of want to tell you why I'm excited about it. Okay. Um, so the first thing I want to touch on is the IP. Okay. So the IP is is all homegrown, mm-hmm. and it's it's all new a new IP. I'm interested on your take on this because I know we've had other conversations before, particularly with uh, our conversation with Justin Gary. Okay. Yeah. So Justin's uh, again, if you haven't go watch that episode, um, I'll, pretty much all of his games are from new IPs. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I remember I asked him one specific question. What matters, like, what do you think matters more? Like, if it's a good a good idea or if it's a big IP, okay? Mm-hmm. And right now is actually a good time to talk about it because last week, what did we talk about? We talked about DC Dual Force, yep. a humongous IP and a mm-hmm. game which in which I think the IP, it, it, if it's not going to carry the game, I don't think it's going to carry the game, but it's at least going to get a lot of people interested and intrigued in it. Yeah. Okay. That's a game that has a... The IP is extremely successful and has a storied history, especially, I mean, not in the, and not even in the games industry, just in the comics industry. Mm -hmm. And I think they're going to lean heavily into that, which Mm -hmm. is going to be very, very successful. Um, But for this game in particular, you know, when you look at this IP, Jim, like what are your initial takeaways and what are your kind of initial thoughts on, on the IP specifically and the story? Yeah, uh, so I I love the artwork for it. It's phenomenal. It's that's a whole other topic, but dude, the <laughs> art is phenomenal. Yeah, um, story for it. You know, um, who would have thought? I don't really know much about lore of games, and um, but you know the characters that are in here. It just it looks amazing, and the um, the uh, how it's how it's set up, right? The um, mm-hmm. the game itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the different colors that they have, the different archetypes for the the building of the game. Mm-hmm. There's so much variety you'll be able to do. Um, that's the biggest thing I'm I'm looking forward to. So, so right now, I mean, I think last week I streamed a box, a bunch of box openings mm-hmm. of this. Okay, and I think it was there where I made the comment of, and we've talked about this before, and you just touched on it, but the lore. You're like, surprise! I don't really care much about the lore, <laughs> and like for the most part, for I'm typically right yeah. there, but 
I've been playing Yu-Gi-Oh for like 20 years. I don't really know anything about it. (laughs) But like for me, like this is, I feel like the first game where Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know what? I actually am interested in the Mm -hmm. lore here. Mm -hmm. I'm very much interested in the stories and in these more, more specifically the characters. Mm -hmm. So with this game in particular, they started with a graphic novel. Um, And... The just, graphic novel's here somewhere. somewhere. I just had it. But it's here. It's <laughs> in the studio somewhere. And I started reading it the other day. I don't know. I think it's over there. It's somewhere. I know it's here. I'm really trying to find I know. It. I know it's here. Okay. Yeah. But I started reading the graphic novel. And I'm like, okay, this is actually really cool. And mm-hmm. I mean, I like comics. I love comic books. I mean, I've got a ton of DC graphic novels, Batman graphic novels over there that I just, I, I, I adore. I'm a big fan of. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so the fact that, and I think it was smart that they just, that they came out with a graphic novel first to get people at least interested mm-hmm. in the, in the lore, in the universe, and then kind of build, build on it from there. Yeah. Um, but and and maybe maybe it is like the superhero genre. Um, maybe that is what's intrigued me. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, I think especially nowadays, I think if you just come out and say it's a superhero thing, you're just going to get more people <laughs> excited about it. You know, I yeah. don't know. Maybe it, do you think it's like it's the uh, the marvelization of culture, especially yeah. the industry? Yeah. If- so, like, for me specifically, if someone told me it was a superhero-based game, mm-hmm. I wouldn't really care. But I know that there's a lot of people out there that love that fantasy. Mm-hmm. And um, so, for them, it's it's great. You're going to love it. Um, but, you know, there's other people that are going to be like, another superhero thing? Yes. There's a lot of it. Well, true. True. But, you know, it's, it's that thing of love and hate a lot of people are gonna love it a lot of people are gonna hate it you can't please everyone okay so for you okay if somebody goes up to jim if they're a designer Mm -hmm. okay and they say hey let me pitch you my card game Mm -hmm. okay i know and we've talked about this plenty of times but like for us it's like i want to sit down i want to feel how the game plays i want to look at the cards okay but in order for me to get there somebody has to pitch me and Mm -hmm. get me interested about it Okay, mm-hmm. so what would it take to get you interested in a, in, in a new TCG? Oh, this is man. kind of off topic, but I mean, because because again, I think the final selling point is typically us sitting down and playing the game, right? But we have <laughs> yeah. to get there, yeah, right, yeah. So what's gonna what is it gonna take to get you to sit down and play a game? To try it out. Honestly, the new TCG part got me. (laughs) (laughs) So someone's like, I'm making this game. It's a TCG. I'm like, let's check it out. (laughs) (laughs) All Um, right. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) um, But then like after that, you know, it's that it comes down to the gameplay, which is, is huge. And um, does the game make me nervous to play then for some reason i kind of withdraw a little bit of wanting to play the game what's gonna make you nervous to play then dude it's it's for me specifically it's not really understanding if if the game itself doesn't seem easy to pick up um from what i've noticed mostly um card interaction i think should uh be pretty direct uh, at the start for a, for a new beginner or for a new player. 
Um, so then how did you get into magic? Uh, because my friend sat me down <laughs> and went over it. Okay. If I, <laughs> well, you know, but you like, you know what I mean? Like, because yeah. that is very yeah. much. Yeah. And like for magic, for me, I literally, I'm like, okay, I have to sit down. I got to go through video after video. Explain it also, to me. Also. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have video. It was my friend sat me yes. down and we were like hanging out. It was yes. very casual. Yes. I was just playing standard sure, sure. and like. My my first deck, he pretty much made it, and it's magic wasn't very complicated when I was first starting it. Um, the deck I was building, it was complicated because I didn't understand how playing control worked, <laughs> um, and I'm like, I don't know what a stack is, so I'm gonna just let you play while I'm sitting on a bunch of counter spells. Right? <laughs> Terrible idea yes. for a new player. Um, yes, and then just play just play mono red aggro, or no, even better. Play mono green to start. You'll you'll pick it up real quick. <laughs> um, don't give them bad advice, Dan. Uh, so, and then he introduced me to uh, to aggro, and I'm like, oh, this is so much easier. And then it slowly got me into the game, yes. more and more. And I'm yes. learning over the course of these years. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, it was yeah, magic was simple. It's like your cards have your cards have like. Three lines of text at most <laughs> while I was playing it. And like, I come from Yu Gi Oh! where it's like 17 lines in this little yeah, text that's right. box. Because, because you, you play, you picked up Yu Gi Oh! first. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And uh, and back then it was stupidly easy. Okay. A lot of the cards you were playing didn't even have a text box. Okay. And so, uh, yeah. And the most you had was like, pot agree, draw two cards. Pot so. of Greed is the most broken card ever. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's uh, for for Magic, it wasn't too difficult to get okay. into. All right, so let's 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 continue this then. Okay, mm -hmm. so let's 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 apply this to Alpha Clash. Okay, mm -hmm. how would you? Granted, I know you haven't played a ton. Okay, yeah. uh, but you're familiar enough with the game. Mm -hmm. How would you explain Alpha Clash to a TCG vet? Somebody who's played other TCGs and is familiar and is very familiar with the space, because Alpha Clash to me feels very very familiar, yes. but it also feels different. Okay, yeah. so how would you explain it to somebody? It's it's a game based around your contender, which is su supposed to be you. Like it embodies the deck you're playing, mm -hmm. and um, it's it's very familiar. It takes a lot of stuff from a lot of other card games, so it's nothing too too crazy inventive mm -hmm. but it you know it um it brings you in because it's it's very familiar um mm -hmm. if you played a bunch of other card games even if you just played a couple card games yeah. you will you will find something in this game that you really like okay so what is it that you like like what's one thing in particular that you like from this game my favorite thing that i've noticed mm -hmm. so far is having the contender Okay, how so? Uh, so <laughs> how so and why? Yeah, the, I, I'm interested. The the characters, I really, I really think the characters are all cool. Yes, um, I agree for for them and having that. You know, it's. I guess it kind of reminds me a little of Hearthstone, and it's like, yeah, this is my character. Yeah. I am a mage, yeah, right. For sure. This is me. So, and it's the same thing for Commander and Magic. Exactly. It's like, this is me. Exactly. And and you know, we we actually had this conversation with Charmer. Um, mm -hmm. and we, and I know we chatted about Alpha Clash a little bit, but the more and more I play this game, 
the more and and honestly any TCG, the yeah. more I'm I'm more convinced <laughs> that if you give me a character or something to at attach, the helm yeah. to attach yeah. to, I mean I'm just that more much more emotionally invested yeah. into the game. Yeah. Okay, and so that's why every deck. This is a clarity deck. Mm -hmm. This is a magnate deck. Mm -hmm. This is a torque deck, or, or what? What? What have you? Okay. Yep. And then I just find I attach myself to a character, and then I can just build any deck I want for the most part, mm -hmm. centered around that character. Mm -hmm. And it just really makes me that much more invested. Yep. And that's and that's one thing that I'm really, really, really loving. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I, I I just love playing clarity decks. To be mm -hmm. honest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I haven't played her yet, but she does look cool. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so, and we'll t we'll talk we'll talk more about clarity and, here in a little bit. And aside bit. from just the com uh, the contender, contender yeah. being um, like that that character, yeah, uh, there are also other cards in this game where it has the artwork of your contender on it, and it it is like one of their abilities or one of their items or whatever it is, mm -hmm. and that's all thrown into the deck. So it's now you're building these characters and learning more about them from the deck itself rather mm -hmm. than it just being, oh, all right, well, now I go look up lore on it mm -hmm. um, and learn the backstory of, of all these characters. Yeah, instead of, instead of having a game like Magic where, you know, in a typical deck – of let's just say it's a typical 60 card deck and I'm mm -hmm. I'm playing aggro, right? I could have something that has like I could have a deck that's got like 20 different characters yep. or you know 20 to 30 different characters, right? Yep. Whereas something like this, you're talking you could have like four characters, mm -hmm. right? And that again, that's just like okay, well, that makes me want to know more about these people yep. that are in my deck. Mm -hmm. Okay, and honestly, it's like even after playing a couple games, I'm just like, man, I want to know a little bit more about Clarity. Mm -hmm. I, what's up with Magnate? Like, what is what is Magnate all about? Yep. And it's kind of very subtle, okay. But I think it really works at just really pulling people in mm. to the universe, to these characters, yep. okay, and turning people who normally don't care at <laughs> all about the lore and even just turning on a switch and really making you curious and being like, mm -hmm. okay, I kind of do want to know a little bit more about them. Yep. It's very – it's – I don't know if it was on purpose, right? Um, or if it was just like, you know, we're only really going to build out certain characters, and you know, because of that, we're all, a lot of all of our cards are going to be focused around them. You know, I I wonder how it was built, like if it was purposeful. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh, if it was, it was freaking genius. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, okay. Well, let's let let's let's actually go through kind of just some of the basics and a few of the mechanics. Okay. Mm -hmm. So um, like many many TCGs on the market, you've got five different colors: black, red, green, blue, and white. Okay. Now each color. Okay. Each color has from the base set from the first set uh, is called the awakening. All right. So from the awakening, this is, and again, guys, honestly, go, go back, go listen to that. If you have not go watch, listen to that episode, uh, where we talk to Ridge, he's going to do a much better job at explaining this than, than I am <laughs> or we are. Okay. Uh, but the awakening is basically when all of these, uh, alphas have their powers awakened. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, so each 
color is headed by a single contender, okay? Black has clarity, uh, red has torque, green has magnate, blue has mean streak, and white... You said no, black sorry. has clarity. White is clarity. Yeah, white's clarity. White's clarity. Uh, my goodness. Who is who is the black contender? Uh, Do we even have a black contender? It's a, oh, it's Moxie. Moxie. There we go. My bad. It's Moxie. <laughs> goodness gracious. We're okay. prepared. Yeah, we are very, very prepared. He knew it. I knew it. Yeah. So uh, Moxie's black. Red is torque. Green is magnate. Blue is mean streak. And white's clarity. Okay. Mm-hmm. So one of the interesting things, okay, is, again, like many TCGs, each color is kind of focused on a certain kind of archetype, but they can all do these archetypes very, very, very well. Yeah. (laughs) So black is kind of more equipment heavy, equipment focused. Okay. Red, what would it, if you had to guess, Jim, if you had to guess, what would you think that red is primarily focused on? I'd assume red is about dealing damage. Okay, yeah, you'd, you'd be about <laughs> right, okay? Uh, green, green is green is kind of like the big out, biggest, okay. Green is big, huge stuff. and And, and uh, the aggro <laughs> color, I think, okay? Mm. Uh, blue and white, okay? Blue and white are kind of like the more the controly archetypes, okay? Which again, surprise, surprise, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, blue with mean streak, and and again, honestly, guys, the more that I'm even talking about these characters, I'm like, I I kind of want to know more about the lore, okay? Now, um, also, guys, if you head over to the website alphaclashtcg.com, you can learn more about the game. You can learn more about the characters. They've got a lot of information there, so go check that out, okay? Um, but yeah, blue is got a lot of drawn cards and, and I'm finding, excuse me, but that blue and white are kind of more the control, the control colors, Mm -hmm. um, especially with clarity in that white. And again, we're going to talk about clarity a little bit later because clarity is awesome. All right. Um, but yeah, so that's again, typical in just about every TCG. Okay. Mm. Now, Jim, what color what color uh what colors are you more of a fan of so far? Uh I am really interested in the red and white cards as of right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I haven't gotten to look at all of the cards yep. yet. Yep. Uh there are quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And uh some people haven't cracked open three boxes yet, you know, on live stream. <laughs> I don't know who he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, but yeah, I'm I'm really excited about clarity cards. And then looking over at uh, torque, that that ability on the contender, I, I'm really liking. So which one? Um, the thirty HP one. Okay. Uh, when he takes damage from combat or non-combat, get effect. So do you have the card pulled up? Yeah. All right. So torque the diabolical is the contender. For the for red, mm-hmm. so uh, so let's let's take this opportunity to go over kind of what each contender does. All right, so each contender um, in the top right corner of the card has a, a an HP value. For the most part, I believe all contenders in set one have an HP value of thirty. Okay, mm-hmm. so that so each contender is going to be different. Okay, so you may find. 
in future sets, you may find some contenders. Don't start with 30 HP, uh, which is very interesting. Very interesting, okay? Um, so, yeah, top right corner, you're going to see their HP. Bottom right corner of every card, you're going to see an affiliation, okay? So there are five, I think there's five different affiliations, Six, okay? You've got the Alphas, you've got the Alpha Hunters, you've got the Discarded, you've got the Harbingers. Mm -hmm. Jim's looking forward to the Harbingers. I want to play more okay. Harbingers. You have Progenitor, and then you have Rogue, okay? Mm -hmm. um, how would you describe the affiliations to to someone who's played other TCGs? Because I'm, tr <laughs> I'm trying to think, well, okay, no, go ahead. Go ahead. You go first. Uh, I was just going to say it's it's pretty much the the tribes from yeah. Magic, yeah. Uh, the creature types. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. That's that's pretty much exactly Humans, what it demons, is. Humans, demons. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they make it – they make it – it's it's an interesting spin on it, mm -hmm. right, with the um, – because they've got a picture, symbol associated yep. associated with them, okay? Um Okay, and then bottom left corner of the contender is you're going to see this on all clash cards as well. Mm -hmm. Clash cards are basically the minions or the creatures, yeah, the creatures. Okay? that are going to be doing battle for you. Okay, bottom left is going to be power toughness essentially. Okay, mm -hmm. it's got your attack and your defense. Now all contenders in set one have a an attack value of one and a defense value of zero. Okay. Um, Pretty, I'm pretty sure that's correct. I think I'll correct myself if I'm wrong <laughs> when I find more later. Okay, but let's look at Torque the Diabolical. Oh, actually, there's two, one other thing. Okay, uh -oh. each contender has two different abilities. Yes. Okay, your first ability starts when you're at full health, full health, and you will always have access to that ability. Your second ability kicks in when you reach a certain low enough. Uh, health threshold mm -hmm. uh, on, on I believe on all the contenders in set one it is 10 okay so your first uh, ability kicks in at 30 HP and then your second kicks in at 10 HP so for torque the diabolical his passive ability at 30 is once per turn during your primary phase you may engage this card if you do deal one damage to target clash card again a clash card is going to be your minion uh, or your creature that's on the battlefield doing your uh, attacking and defending Okay, mm -hmm. and then the other passive ability, I guess that was more of an active ability or activated ability, yep. and this is whenever non con non clash damage, also kind of read non combat damage. Okay, mm -hmm. in other games, okay, is dealt to this contender. Draw one card. This ability triggers only once per turn. So you could build a deck around non combat damage or non clash damage, mm -hmm. and then drawing cards with torque, which. Red, the color red does a pretty good job at doing stuff like good. that and has other cards that synergize good. with stuff like that. Okay. And then his second ability is at 10 health. Whenever non clash damage is dealt to this contender, target clash card you control gets plus one, plus one until end of turn. Mm -hmm. So, kind of a tempo swing there a little bit, trying to um, capitalize off of that non clash. Yeah, that non-clash mm -hmm. damage being dealt to the contender. Yep, deal damage to him, make it to where your opponent's kind of taking the same amount of damage just by giving the plus one, plus one on your card. Health is a resource, am I right, Jim? Health's a resource until it hits zero. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your, what's your initial take on uh, after after looking at Torque? 
Uh, Torque the 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 engage to deal one damage to anything, so that way you don't take the the backlash damage. I don't even know what it's called. Uh, the the other combat damage. And oh then, yeah. Um, and then the other thing of if you ever want to go directly to him, then he starts getting more effects on top of mm-hmm. it. Draw mm-hmm. a card and then put plus one plus one counter. Mm-hmm. All right. So love him. Let's. It's very very cool. Now let's let's actually go over the four other contenders. Okay, since we're talking about the contenders specifically. Okay. Again, I have to mention every time I look at these cards, the artwork is just so awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge. I, I'm a big fan of this of the artwork. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, you talk about you talk about TCGs, okay, and trading card games, right? A lot of people talk about the artwork and how important it is, and believe you me, it is it is extremely, extremely important. Mm-hmm. And I think I think the team has knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the cards look fantastic. I mean, especially when they're in your hand, they look they they just look so good. Okay. All right, so Magnate Awakened. Okay, a uh, 30 HP contender, a uh, 1-0 stat line. He's an alpha affiliation. And then at 30 HP, alpha clash cards you control get plus zero, plus one. <laughs> so Magnate Awakened is one of the contenders you get in the clash kit. Okay, so the clash kit is actually right here. Okay, uh, show you guys. All right, so this is the clash kit. All right, um, and then you've get, you get Magnate. Okay, you get a Magnate Awakened deck, and you get a Moxie fully loaded deck. So Moxie Ooh. is the black contender. Okay, um, so we had a few guys test out the Clash Kit this weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, both of them really, really loved Magnate. Okay, so <laughs> they played a total of three games. Ma- the Magnate deck won two games, mm-hmm. and the Moxie deck won game three. Okay. okay. Now again, just like any any new TCG, you know, you gotta play the deck. You got to play the deck to really understand like what what you're doing, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. So the Magnate won game one and game two. Moxie won game three. Okay, I think in this clash kit, the Moxie Alpha Hunter deck is a little bit more difficult to pilot mm-hmm. than the Magnate deck. Excuse me. You know, I've sorry to change no, it up go a ahead. little bit. Go ahead. You know, I've said for a little bit, and uh, we played when we played Varia, and yeah. we were going over. Which deck do we want to start with out of those two? Yeah. Um, I was like, all right, give me this guy because I think, you know, as a rule of thumb for new players, if you just go with the big, dumb, stompy deck, you're going to just be able to get that win like the first game. It's going to be very difficult, especially if the other character is a little bit more difficult to play mm-hmm. and everyone's still learning. Just put some big dumb thing out on the board and they're probably not going to be able to take care of it. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, I'm not surprised when yeah. you're saying the Magnate. Because because the, the Magnate deck is really just aggro focus and ag- yeah. an aggro seg agrocentric yeah. okay and and you'll kind of get that you'll you'll get it in a second after we read the magnate contender okay but moxie is much more equipment focused yeah. okay and you yeah. have to worry about i mean there's play patterns and sequencing you have to get right yeah. because a lot of times if you don't sequence it correctly your your clash cards are going to die yeah. okay so let's let's look at magnate real quick okay so magnate awakened okay his his 30 hp ability is alpha clash cards you control get plus zero plus one there's a lot there's a lot of clash cards that only have one toughness Mm -hmm. or one defense okay Mm -hmm. 
And so when you have a 1-1, one, one, it's actually a 1-2. Or if I have a 2-1, it's actually a 2-2. Two, two, mm-hmm. Okay? And they were, miss- they were ma- missing a lot of stuff and screwing a lot of stuff up because they're like, oh, shoot, yeah, I forgot that. I forgot about that that buff, that yep. defensive buff. Okay? Yep. It really throws people for a loop. For a loop. Okay? But on its face, like on the face, this is just that much more powerful because you're just like, oh, mm-hmm. I get, I'm, I'm technically, like if you've got four clash cards out, I've got four additional defense, yep. so four additional defense, you know, spread over each, each of my clash cards. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, that already is powerful. Okay. And, and again, it states alpha clash cards you control get plus zero plus one. So if you're running magnate. You know, you're probably running a lot of Alpha Clash cards, okay, with that affiliation, okay? Mm-hmm. So, and then at 10, at 10 HP, okay, once per turn during your primary phase, you may engage this card. If you do, target opponent discards a card. That's pretty good, That Bob. is really, really good. That is pretty good. It's good, because especially <laughs> in that late game, yeah. you're both under 10. Card, I mean, it's card advantage. Yeah. Card advantage for an aggro-focused deck is extremely powerful. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very powerful. So Magnate Awaken is a fin- is a fantastic contender. And honestly, a very good contender, especially for a new player. Mm-hmm. New players to pick up and get them introduced to the game. Okay. So uh so so that that's Magnate, Magnate Awaken. So Jim, are you gonna play some Magnate Awaken decks? Uh I'll probably try it once. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's 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 now let's take a look at Moxie. If I can find Moxie real quick. My name is Moxie. I love that name also. It's very, very cool. Mm-hmm. Um okay. There we go. All right. So it's Moxie ready to hunt. Ready to rumble. Moxie ready to rumble. Uh oh. You don't want to load for me. You really don't want to load for me. I'm having the same problem with Holy Moxie. Cow. All right. Well, then we won't. I won't make it large. We'll just make it small. It's okay. I can still read it. Yep. So Moxie, ready to hunt. Another 30 HP contender. Uh, one zero stat line. She's an Alpha Hunter affiliation. All right. Her 30 HP ability states: um, Alpha Hunter clash cards you control may attach more than one weapon. So uh, I I still have yet to confirm this because I haven't really looked it up in the rules, but I'm pretty sure you can only attach one weapon to your to your clash cards. I assume. So, I assume so. <laughs> if they state right. that on this right. card, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. So if you're running Moxie, you're probably running more of an equipment focused deck. Okay. Her 10 HP ability. This is pretty powerful, too. Uh, once per turn during your primary phase, you may attach a weapon you control to an Alpha Hunter Clash card you control without paying that weapon's attach cost. Mm-hmm. Powerful. Now, before we continue, let's actually let's talk about the board state real quick, okay? So there are actually three zones where you can place your cards, okay? Every single card can be used as a resource. Yeah, Jim, what do you think about that? What do you think of a game that lets <laughs> that lets you utilize any single card you want for a resource? There are no resource-specific cards. What do you think? In theory, I love it. Okay. What's the bad part, Jim? Uh, man, you got to get rid of cards you don't want to get rid of. That's my uh, least favorite part. <laughs> uh, it's my least favorite, too, but it's always an interesting decision that I have yeah. to make. Every turn... Okay, and it's more impactful in those early games too, or in the early game, mm-hmm. right? Because the early game is when, especially when you're playing a fast deck, yep. it's like, especially it's like, okay, I've got, 
okay, let me let me let me let me throw something at you, okay? <laughs> especially especially from the standpoint of you're trying to play a fast deck. Yeah. Would you rather have every card in your hand, okay, to start with after you mulliganed, mm -hmm. every card in your hand to be a one or two drop, or would you rather have maybe three, five, six drop cards in your hand? <laughs> What would you rather have? Well, it makes it a lot easier. Um, I guess the I guess having the one and twos are better, kind of, because now you have the variety of all right, which card here is going to be better for the given scenario, right? Um, but if you're going first and you don't know, oh man, it, I hate it so much. <laughs> <laughs> like when I was playing uh, Dragon Ball Super. That was, it's the same thing. Every card you can utilize it as a resource. Mm -hmm. And it just hurt me to be like, oh, I got to get rid of this card. I don't want to get rid of this card, but I had to. You mm -hmm. have to. Mm -hmm. So maybe Is play like less good cards in the deck. <laughs> so that way you don't feel so bad just being like, yeah, yeah this is, yeah. Boop, put yeah. that in the back. Yeah. Um, okay. So you've played Dragon Ball Super. Yeah. Okay. How much DBS have you played? I've played a couple games. Okay. Um, uh, I'd say like 10, maybe. Okay. So how similar are these games? How similar is Alpha Clash and, DB and DBS? Because, again, remember, when we talked to Ridge, he was a big DBS player. Yeah. And, yeah. and They are very similar. And, and even told us that there are there's a lot of similarities here because yeah. he took a lot of inspiration from yeah. uh, DBs, DB, DBS. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, DBS. There we go. Yeah. Uh, with that game, it's... Uh, you start off with, I believe it's eight cards or eight HP. So kind of like Pokemon, you put off these cards to the side. And then as you take away, kill your opponent's Pokemon, you then take a prize card in Dragon Ball mm -hmm. Super. It's when you take damage, you actually get to take one of those cards and put it into your hand. So uh -huh. it doesn't plus it's your opponent for doing it's better. It's a catch-up effect. Exactly. Okay. So, um, and then once you get down to a certain point, you actually flip the card over into their awakened state. Oh, and, no. uh, I mean, I don't know where he got the awakening from. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you flip them into this awakened state, they transform, and uh, they get another added ability. Gotcha. So, um, gotcha. And then they just get more powerful in gotcha. general. Gotcha. So, you know, that's there. the... Um, the uh, the thing with also being able to attack with your contender and your yes. leader for the other game, mm -hmm. um, the resource system it's it's all pretty much there. Mm -hmm. It makes a lot of sense that he that he if if I was never told he took inspiration from it, you could definitely see it. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, there there's uh, and and we've and we talked to him specifically about this too because yeah, well, you can tell there's inspiration from from a lot of different yeah. games. Okay. Yeah. And uh, they just recently had their first big tournament at Cash Cards Unlimited. Yeah. Uh, super jealous. I really wish I could have been there. Right? <laughs> that would have been cool. Really cool. Um, but Cash, Cash just was like, you know, he, he's taken like the best parts of some of your favorite games and thrown it into, into one game, mm -hmm. right? Um, and so Cash seemed to be like a fan. Uh, so he seemed to enjoy it. And after talking with, you know, other folks in the Alpha Clash community, yeah. they kind of, you know, spoke very highly of it as well and they yeah. said it was a good event and he seemed to really enjoy it as well mm -hmm. um so yeah i kind of wish i could have been there though that was sick. Yeah. <laughs> uh they're set up in where california right yeah okay. yeah they are yeah all right so we talked about the black contender the red one the green one 
Let us now talk about the blue one, Yay. which is uh, Mean Streak. Now I just have to find uh, find Mean that's, Streak. That's the first card in that. Is it? Did I, yeah. did, did I miss it? No, it's not. Oh, it's not. It is not. Oh, I lied to your face, Dan. Yes, you did. Last card. It's probably the last card. Last card. It is the last card, yes. Last card. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it is Mean Streak, ready to brawl. All right, so he's a blue contender. Uh, again, 30 HP, a 1-0 stat line, the alpha affiliation. 30 HP, so it's Mean Streak, ready to brawl. 30 HP, once per turn during your primary phase. You may move any number of streak counters from a clash card you control to another clash card you control. And then clash cards you control with one or more streak counters get trigger defeat. You may draw one card. One of the things I, I, I actually really like about this game mm -hmm. is the cards are pretty explicit when you can play them. Yeah. Right? You know, if it's not a clash card, because again, clash cards are your uh, they're your creatures they're minions on the battlefield yep. everything else there's a certain point in the game when you when you're able to play them so yep. the thing about magic is like yeah you've got an instant in your hand there's you can play an instant anytime you have priority and it's the, and you know you you're able to play it right yep. sorceries there's only specific point in the game where you can play it it's got to be your turn the scat the stack's got to be empty and it's got to be during your main phase one or your main phase two yep right um, but this game, you, if you look on the card, it's pretty much, okay, here is this point at which you can play the card, mm -hmm. okay? Uh, like Clash. Clashes are essentially when combat happens. And Clashes, there's certain steps. Okay, I declare, declare the Clash. Do you have any counters? Are you obstructing? Do you have any counters? No? Okay, we pass to, do you have a Clash buff? No mm -hmm. Clash buff? Do you have a Clash buff? Nope? Okay, now damage resolves. Mm -hmm. The interesting thing about this game, and I'm I don't, I'm curious your opinion on this, okay? But you are only given one opportunity to play a card. If you pass, like a clash buff, yeah. okay? If I'm the if I am the attacker and I am declared my my attack, mm -hmm. okay? And so I've declared my attack. You get to choose. Do you have any counters? And do you have any obstructions? No counter. No obstruction. Okay, passes to me. Now I get the opportunity to clash buff. Clash buff basically meaning, do I want to buff my attacker? Give mm -hmm. him give him an attack buff, uh, boost in stats, yeah. okay? And if I say no, it goes to you. Mm -hmm. And if, you, if I pass and then you say you want to play a clash buff, I don't get to respond to that. Yeah. What's your, what do you think about that? You know, I think it's, uh, I think it's real funny that you ask me, what do I feel about sometimes not being able to do instant speed stuff? <laughs> um, because yes. it is a little bit upsetting. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I I would much prefer it to be like do anything you want before this damage goes through, and like we kind of figure that out once we both pass a priority. Same thing as magics. Mm -hmm. It's but having all that other stuff happen in that order, and once you pass that, it's. It's just more. It's more things that Jim has to think about, mess. and Jim doesn't like that. More of a mess. <laughs> now, now, an interesting thing as well. Okay, and I don't know if you're aware of this. Okay, but when you're building your deck, mm. you are only allowed to have four clash buffs total. You cannot have more than four clash buffs in your in your deck. Oh, so you okay. can only have four. Okay. Okay. So, 
now, now what do you think about that? I mean, I, I it probably doesn't change, doesn't change, but I mean, that's, hmm. does that, does that change anything? Does that change anything for you? If there's one thing I've learned from card games, right? When you're yes. limiting such a powerful effect like that, it's really a feels bad and can change the t or change the tide of a game when the opponent has these cards and the other person does not. And and with the clash bus limiting you to four of them, you know, a lot of times when we were playing our game, yeah. right, and you were playing the clash buffs, I'm like, where are these cards? I don't <laughs> even have them. Right, we're playing the same deck, and I'm uh -huh. like, what what are these cards? I yeah. haven't seen them all game yep. so it's you know it's it's that rng who aspect. won that game it's that rng who uh, won that game i th i think i did yes you did like s barely i think i just pulled it out yeah and i think and i remember in that game you pointed out you thought i had lethal i may yeah. i may have had lethal and i just missed it okay i may have had lethal but i i was playing another game okay where one turn i played two clash buffs. Yeah. Okay. Um, I played three total clash buffs that game. My opponent played one, maybe two. Yeah. Um, but there was one turn I'd like demolished, demolished mm. him. I was playing Magnate, yeah. um, but I still lost that game. I, mm. I did still lose that game. Mm -hmm. So I think the clash buffs are, yes, they are extremely powerful. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think they've done a, a pretty good job so far, like balancing, mm -hmm. balancing the game. Um, but yeah, I mean, it still doesn't change the fact of it's a feels bad. Yeah. Like if you don't get them, your opponent does. Yeah. Um, but again, and that's why also I pointed out, I played a bunch and I still lost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and that's why I do think like, I think it's been balanced out pretty well, mm -hmm. but it does, it does bring your decisions to the forefront and like yeah. really makes, yeah. it makes all of your decisions very, very impactful. Mm -hmm. You can't just be like, I'm going to send all yeah. like you really can't do that. Yeah. The one reason I even bring it up is because for Yu-Gi-Oh, a lot of people talk about bringing Pot of Greed back to one, right? But the thing is, if if you bring back... Sorry, sorry. Okay. Pot of Greed Yu-Gi-Oh is banned. No one can use it. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, in, in, in any format? In in the advanced format. So okay. like is that, the biggest it, format. Is that game. basically standard? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. For, for if I know another game, it's kind of along the same lines. It's on par with that. Okay. All right. Standard all right, in it. advanced format in Yu-Gi-Oh. You can use any card in the game. It's it's okay. just it pays attention to the ban list. Gotcha. Gotcha. So gotcha. you can go all the way back to the main set. So it's gotcha. it's vintage. it's similar. Gotcha. It's, sure. Um, sure. So so for that right, if when a lot of people make the argument of just put it to one mm -hmm. right, and it's not that bad. Yeah. Well, the thing is, if your opponent draws it and you don't, they now have this ridiculously powerful card, and now it's it's not even close at that point. Right. Sure, it's just a plus one, but now it's getting them these. T you're turning your deck into thirty-seven cards, mm -hmm. you know, versus the other person's forty. Right. Right. Um, so you have these powerful effects that, when limited, it really feels bad when your opponent gets it and you don't. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's the only reason I even brought it up. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But when there are other cards that you know just bring you so much deeper into your deck, then yeah. it's okay. Yeah. And we'll talk about that one here in a minute. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, Mean Streak. Oh, we didn't even talk about his his ten. Oh yeah, yeah, I don't think so. Uh, his oh. ten <laughs> HP ability 
says clash cards you control with one or more streak counters get plus one plus one and super speed. I think super speed is first strike if I'm not mistaken. Okay. I'd have to double check that keyword. Um, don't take my word for it. Look it up for yourself because <laughs> I know I'm gonna have to. But yeah, that's what I think. I think super speed is. Mm -hmm. I think which would make sense. It would make sense. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. If you had if you had to guess, would you guess it's first strike it's, or would you guess something else? It's either haste or it's first strike. And, and everything and is, everything has everything haste. has haste. Yes. Yes. So um yes. you know the thing about this character when I first read it, I was just like, I need to maintain streak counters, and then there's a death trigger when it does have a a a, a streak counter. I can't even remember these words. The streak counter on it. <laughs> Dan, do you know how many times I've missed triggers on stuff? Jim Jim is work Jim hates the card uh Ristic <laughs> study. Absolutely hates it. Okay? Cuz every time he plays it, I he's got to hold, hold up the card. He's got to hold up the card and point it at the person. Point hold it. So I don't forget it. This is not Ristic study. Except when when I'm talking to someone while I'm doing this, I'll forget these triggers all the time. Dude, I was one time I was playing a game uh, with our group, and I had Ristic Study out. I was wearing a hat. I put it in my hat. And I was like, <laughs> Ristic Study. And then I forgot it was there. <laughs> so it's, it's like, literally, card it's literally, you got to hold it. I got to hold it. Yep. Like, do you pay the one? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. So... That that is the blue the blue contender mean streak mean streak, um, so so far Jim of yeah. the four that we've mentioned, yeah. uh, which if you had to pick one of those four, which one would you pick? Oh man, you know the thing about it, just magnate seems with that consistent plus one toughness. Yeah. It's so good in comparison and then that 10, to the other oh, ones. Oh man, man. it's very good. It's so nuts. It's very good. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, just because I hate green and magic doesn't mean I hate green in all <laughs> games. Okay, I'm excited about it in Larkana. Seems pretty cool. Oh yeah, cool. yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, in other games, Force of Will, it's actually. It's weird because it's more of a control color in Force of Will, oh, okay. which isn't even a game really in the U.S. Well, when you said Force of Will, I'm like the card Force of Sorry. Will. Sorry, <laughs> the card game, the TCG Force of Will. Yes, yes, um, understood. Yes. We got it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's that's kind of that's at least an overview of four of the five contenders. We will talk about the fifth contender yep. uh, here in in a little bit. Um, but one of the other card types that we haven't really touched on are Clash Grounds. Uh, Clash Grounds are essentially Pokemon, their stadiums from Pokemon. <laughs> and that was like the funniest story ever. The funniest story. When Ridge decided to de like design Clash Grounds, like, dude, guys, I have an idea. We're going to design. We're going to make a card. Okay, that's like a location. But there can only be one out for all players at a time. Nobody has ever done this before. And then I think the person he told it to was like, oh, you realize that Pokemon is stadiums. literally a Pokemon Stadium card, or right? Yu-Gi-Oh! Field spells, how they originally were. It was the same thing. Is it the same thing? It was the exact same <laughs> thing. There could only be one out at a time, but now they made it to where each player can have their own field spell. But I think at least like with Pokemon Stadium cards, like that's still at like, like at least a similar, it's a location. You know what I mean? What? I mean, the field spells change the location. It's the same okay. thing. Okay, uh, so so what is that basically? What it was? It's like you're 
is it field meaning like it's a like a, a it field? changes the field yeah it changes oh, where you're playing oh okay yes. okay yeah it's the exact what's, same do thing. you have an example what's an example of a field spell uh, do you know so, one so there's yami which uh one of the original ones it makes it to where all dark monsters get plus attack like it's like plus 500 attack oh, or so something it's like that the same it's thing. literally the same thing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know when they came out with those kinds of cards? I believe it was the first set, 2002. Really? Yeah. Huh. These were these were here there in the the starter decks, so Kaiba and Yugi starter decks. I believe. It's always interesting. It's always hilarious when people think they have original ideas. <laughs> right? There I mean, that's no just original ideas. What's that? There are no original ideas. Right, right. But it <laughs> but it's also like and I think I said this at the time, but I'm like, but I think I said something along the lines of, I mean, if you have an idea like that and it's already in a pretty, like a successful thing, mm -hmm. then it's a pretty good idea. You know, it's a pretty, it seems like it should be a good idea. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Right. So um, the Clash Grounds, there are some pretty uh, powerful Clash Grounds in mm -hmm. this game. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing more in this game. Um, but one of the things that I really do like about this game is it is pretty simple and straightforward. Okay. Yeah. Especially when, okay, there's a time to play each and every card. Mm -hmm. The bottom at the bottom of each card tells you what kind of card it is. Basic action. You can only play that on your turn. Quick action. Okay. Even on a quick action card, it will tell you specifically when to play it. Like it's a counter counter attack counter play tr you know there's all these information on each card of when it can be played yep. um so that makes it that makes the game that much more accessible and being more accessible can only be a good thing for tcgs in general yep okay so i think one of the but I think one of the biggest things that gonna, that's going to draw people into this game is us talking about it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Specifically us. <laughs> Specifically Dan and Jim, Hobbies and Happiness. <laughs> no, it's the artwork. It is the artwork. Um, and I know that we've got some sick, more, more sick art incoming. <laughs> there are some uh, awesome cards. Let me, if we can show you these. These are the box toppers. Uh, let me see if we can. Here we go. So these are the box hoppers. Okay. So this is uh, Magnate the Tyrant. I know you can't really see it. If you're watching, you can't see a lot of it. Uh, it's pretty small. Um, but this is the box hopper and it is a- It's average. It is, it's a beautiful card. It is It is a gorgeous card. And we've got, we've got you know, stacks. Okay. Stacks on stacks. Stacks on stacks. Like literally <laughs> stacks on stacks, guys. Um, but here's another- Beautiful, beautiful foil Moxie hev Moxie's heavy armor. Um, we're not gonna go through all of them, but I just wanted to. I, I just I love looking at these cards, um, and I think just like any TCG, the cards are going to be the biggest selling point mm -hmm. of, of the game. I mean, in your opinion, what what is the biggest selling point of any TCG? Do you think it's the cards or do you think it's something else entirely? If it's if it's something brand new, it needs to be aesthetically pleasing. Like mm -hmm. when you look at it, something needs to draw you in, mm -hmm. right? Whether you like the, the anime feel of certain card games, whether you like the more realistic artwork, yeah. you know, it – 
it's not going to be for everyone, but you know, um, there will be things to draw you in. You might not like every single card, yeah. but there will be some cards that you like. Right, right. Uh, what's your What's your take on the art? What's your take on these cards? Like, which What do you think about them? Oh man, uh, they're beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm a big fan of it. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of a lot of different style artwork in here, mm-hmm. and um, and pretty much all throughout the world. Right? There's in just looking at some of these cards, you can see so much different culture in every single one of these characters. Uh, yeah, the locations, that's true, yeah. You know, all of these characters kind of look different. Yeah. So, you know, you have the more um, Asian style with... Uh, clarity. Yeah, clarity cards. I think clarity and, and Haven, I think. And what is... I don't even know how to pronounce this guy's name. Something Ling, Bane of the Discarded. Okay, all right, so... It's funny you mention that because when I str- when I streamed that box opening last week, mm-hmm. I said I don't know if it's cow or if it's chow. Mm-hmm. I think it's cowling because yeah. it's C A O. Yeah, it's probably cow. L I N G, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yeah. So I believe it would be cowling bane of the discarded. Yeah. I think. Okay. Um, but I also I'm pretty sure clarity is also Asian. I think. Um, I'd, I'd have to double check, but again, like you can, even if you just go to their site and you go like, actually, I'm, I'm going to click on characters here. Um, Claire here, we, here we go. Clarity. They, they've got write-ups on kind of each of these different characters. And this is like, I actually care about this, <laughs> you know, uh, clarity is an immortal. Clarity has lived for eons and earned her place as one of the first alphas to emerge from a progenitor's gambit. She has been in countless battles and has served the progenitors, but settled on Earth after the last alpha clash reset society over 10,000 years ago. As events unfold on Earth and an alpha clash looms, Clarity, Claire to her friends, is determined to stop the violence from devastating the civilization she has become attached to. Claire's powers are vast and mysterious, but she can free alphas from the pull if they want to be freed. Claire is the guiding hope to our heroes and an unofficial leader of a of a group of alphas she has freed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like Claire. <laughs> I'm a fan <laughs> of Claire uh, or Clarity. Um, and then we've got Haven. I really like Haven. She is a, she's a blue character. Most of her cards are in blue. I think all of her cards are in blue, actually. Uh, but Haven is eight years old, almost nine. Claire has found her in an alley in Detroit, living in a living in squalor behind a dumpster. Claire named her Haven as the poor child could not remember her own name. Claire took in Haven and raised her for a year before the events of the awakening took place. Haven also has powers and is a riddle Claire intends to solve. Haven is a fun, precocious, and kind little Asian girl who Claire is quite fond of. Uh, I'm a fan of Haven. Like I, I like a lot of her cards mm. um, in blue. Um, and then we've, I'm not going to read all of them <laughs> because there's, you can read them for yourself if you want. There's uh, a lot. Yeah. Go to alphaclashccg.com right now. Link in the description. <laughs> uh, you know what else I'm going to do tonight, Jim? Hmm. I'm going to continue reading that, uh, the, uh, graphic novel. Oh, okay. That's what I'm going to keep doing. <laughs> uh, cause I'm very interested in these. Um, I, to be honest with you, I haven't been like this stoked for a card game. In a very long time. Mm. I honestly, I think I'm kind of more stoked about this than I am about Lorcana. Because it's in, in here. all honesty, 
It true, it's here. <laughs> it's not embroiled in a lawsuit. <laughs> oh, we didn't even talk about that. Oh, uh, <clears throat> I well, I talked about it a little bit mm-hmm. last week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, maybe we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm I, I I'm a fan. Um, I really really do like this game. I haven't had this much fun with a TCG in a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no. Uh, I mean, honestly, I will take the hard decisions of getting rid of a card in my hand to use a resource, <laughs> then being mana screwed or flooded. True. You know what I mean? True. Yes, it feels bad to you know put a card down as a resource that I would much rather play, mm-hmm. but give me that feeling over not yep. being able to play my cards. Yep. I'll just build it to where my deck doesn't have to go above four mana. Done. There you go. Done. Exactly. <laughs> so, all right. Well, we've gone on long enough, uh, but seriously, we could continue talking about this game. Yeah. And to be honest, and guys, we will. We will. <laughs> um, one of the next videos we're going to be doing, and this is going to take me a little bit because I've got we've got to script it out. There's going to be a lot of work to do, but we're going to do a how to play Alpha Clash uh, video. Um, we're also going to take the Clash Kit. We're going to take the Clash Kit. We're going to do a gameplay video on the Clash Kit. Yay. So one of us is going to take Moxie. One of us is going to take Magnate. Mm-hmm. We're going to go head-to-head, show you how those decks uh, play, um, and kind of just you know show those off for everybody. Yep. So we're going to do that video. Um, and then we're going to start building some decks and doing some deck techs. Um, but the big one is going to be that how to play. Um, uh, we, you know, we've, done, we've done other how to play uh, game card games on the channel. So we've done Final Fantasy, which mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun doing that yeah, one. It was I fun. I learned a lot, honestly, from like the producing standpoint. <laughs> I learned a lot making that and making that video, mm-hmm. um, and I really enjoy doing that. So we're going to be doing those types of videos for pretty much all the card games that we love to play. Um, and honestly, Alpha Clash is next on the list. Yeah. So we're going to do Alpha Clash, and then um, yeah, we've we've got other Alpha Clash content that we're hundred percent going to do, hundred percent. Um, so yeah, look for, look for more Alpha Clash content from us in the future, in addition to some other stuff, but, uh, yeah. So with that, we're going to move on. We're going to move on, ladies and gentlemen, to the card of the week. Which is also the final card contender. The final contender. Final contender card. It is Clarity. (laughs) I love playing Clarity decks. Clarity. It is Clarity Ageless Defender. So she is the white contender. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, a one-zero stat line. Um, Clarity, ageless defender. Thirty HP at the beginning of your draw step. You may look at the top two cards of your deck, then put any number of them on the bottom of your deck and the rest on top in any order. She's broken. I was telling. So okay, explain why. First, <laughs> look at more cards. Okay, but it's more than but it's more than that though. <laughs> yeah. Why is it more than that, Jim? All right. Um well it's the rest of the top any order or for the second part. Okay, but it's you can put top or bottom. Yeah. It's it, I mean it's Oh, it's, for that second part? Yeah. Right? It, no, it, no, no, no. I'm saying for that same ability, for the 30 HP ability. Okay. Look at top two. You can put both back on top. Oh yeah. Or Put one on the bottom, right? 
At the beginning, let, let's reread it here. Yeah. At the beginning of your draw step, you may look at the top two cards of your deck, then put any number of them on the, on the bottom, bottom of your deck and the rest, rest on, on top. top. Yeah. If you don't like both of them, you can bottom both of them and draw another card. And if you like both of them, you can and keep you have them both a way on... to draw another card on your turn because you want to get that one right now. And you know what you're you drawing. Yep. Yeah. I So one of my bad habits... Okay, one of my bad habits in all card games is I see a card, I want it. <laughs> I want it right now. Or I'm going to want it next turn. I have a bad habit of not prioritizing. Okay, what's what's the best way of saying this? Of not getting rid of a card that is not useful, useful to me in the moment. Yep. I have a I terrible it. problem doing that. I get that. that. <laughs> I get that too. So normally if I'm playing Clarity, I'm like, but I bo- I like both of these cards. I'm going <laughs> to keep both of them on top and I'm just going to take this one. <laughs> I've never, since playing Clarity, I've never bottomed both of them. Wow. I've never done it. <laughs> I normally keep both Are on top. Are you a bad player, dude? <laughs> yes. <laughs> But, like, that is the one problem I have in all card games. It's like, but I like the card. They're my cards. They're my cards. They're my cards. Don't worry. You'll see them again. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Trust me. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah, so that's the 30 HP ability. Mm. And, guys, the artwork on this is just magnifique. (laughs) Like, seriously, I love I love card games that have borderless cards. Mm-hmm. Making making the borderless the default is beautiful. Is is gorgeous. Like that was that was hundred percent the right call. Yep. All right, and then we've got at, at her, her ten HP ability. Okay, is once per turn during your primary phase, you may look at the top three cards of your deck. If you do, put them back on top in any order, then draw a card. That's pretty good. You thought that first ability was good. That's pretty good. You thought that first ability was good. <laughs> Look at that second ability. Okay, now after looking at all, after we've seen all of these cards, mm-hmm. all of these contenders, why is Clarity your favorite contender, Jim? Because <laughs> oh, I know it's man. Clarity. I know it's it, Clarity. It is hands down Clarity. Yes. Um, you know, when you're going into your draw step, Mm-hmm. And th- honestly, there's nothing better you can do in a card game usually is than draw a card, yes, right? Yes, correct. And now you get to look at the two cards there on top. You then get to decide, do I want either of these cards? Do I want none of these cards? Do I want both of these cards? And, um, you know, it's being able to manipulate your deck, especially during the draw step, is very important to me. Mm-hmm. And then even later on, you still get that first ability, and then you just get to anticipate the top three cards of your deck. is uh, is pretty nice. It's pretty nice. Yeah. So I think the question you need to ask yourself as a clarity player, right, or honestly just as a, as as a card game player, right, mm-hmm. you don't ask, "Do I want these cards?" Okay. It's, "Are these useful to me on this turn, or will it be useful to me next turn?" Yep. Like you can't think, you cannot think beyond that turn or the next turn. Yep. Okay. Because if you do, you're slowing yourself down. Yep. And then you've already lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And so you have to really be and you you have to be asking yourself that question every single turn when you're playing Clarity. Mm-hmm. Because again, it's okay. I get to look at two cards. 
all right, I turn one, I'm not sure what my opponent's playing. Mm-hmm. Am I going to be able to utilize this right now? Or, okay, these are both really useful to me right now. Which one do I need more in the moment? And then which will serve me better next turn? Yep. Okay. And then it could be, okay, next turn, well, now it's completely changed. I see two different cards. Yep. I'm going to bottom both of them because they're not useful to me right now. And then just get the next one. Mm-hmm. Sometimes just being able to dig is the best thing you can yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's honestly, especially when you're playing Clarity Deck too, because most likely you're playing some form of either mid-range or control. Yeah. That's probably what you're playing if you're playing Clarity. Yeah. Okay. Now, one of my other favorite cards from uh, one of my other favorite Clarity cards okay, from the set is Clarity Foreseeing Fate. So Clarity Foreseeing Fate is a six drop. Um, so she costs six with three of those resources needing to be white. They need to be a white resource, okay? Um, and she reads, exclusive. Exclusive means only one copy of this card can be in your control. It's essentially the legendary <laughs> rule for magic. And then this trigger enter ability. Again, I like the wording, right? Because it trigger. Okay, well, what is a trigger? It triggers upon entering the battlefield, mm-hmm. okay? And then you choose one. It's either alpha clash cards you control get plus two, plus oh until end of turn, or rogue cards get plus two, plus oh until Very end of important. turn. And then once per turn during your primary phase, you may look at the top two cards of your deck. If you do, add one of them to your hand and put the other on the bottom of your deck. So clarity is all about drawing, 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 draw, 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 draw. And she's a four five. Four five. <laughs> it's better than drawing a card though. Yes, you get to yes. pick you which get to card. Pick which one, yeah. It's like yeah. you have this clairvoyance ability to be able to like look into the future. Oh, and be is like, that an is you have all this clarity in the in Is the that game. another card, Jim? I don't know. Maybe. Oh wait, you really right don't know? Oh, no, I'm well. joking. It was right next Okay, time. okay. I was just right. going off of I gotcha. okay, being like okay, yeah, yeah. clarity <laughs> yes, and like clairvoyance. Yes. It's like all the same thing. Correct, correct. I mean, it's not really the same thing, but. Yes, clairvoyance is another card. <laughs> three, two, three of, and two, two of them being white. How would you say that? Okay, because, because the way magic cards are printed and templated, you know, like two and a white, mm-hmm. right? With this, it's different because it gives you that total cost in the top right. Yeah. And then the number of pips. That's oh, just the CMC, that number, right? Yes, but again, with magic, it's you don't get, you don't look at the total. It doesn't give you a total number. Yeah, yeah. It gives you the subset. One double white. One double white. <laughs> One and double white. Sure. There you go. One and double white. Sure, that makes sense. It's not three and double white. No, it's not. It's not. But anyway, Clairvoyance reads, look at the top five cards of your deck, put one of them into your hand, then put the rest on top of your deck in any order. Would mm-hmm. you Would you run that in a deck? Yes. Is it instant speed? It is a basic action. Sorcery speed. Basically, Potentially. Basically sorcery speed, yes. Potentially, I'd run it. Yes. Depending on how much other stuff I had, right? It's not a priority. Right. Um, depending on like what else I get, you know? That, seem, that seems like you'd be a sideboard card. Mm, actually, I don't know. I wouldn't say that. No, I because don't know. it doesn't really help anything. No, in, in particular, yeah, no. Anyway, very cool. Yeah. Clarity's awesome. Clarity's very uh, cool. hands down my favorite one. So yeah. So um, yeah. Also, one of the things I think we're going to do, I would like to do, and Jim, I don't, I don't know if we've talked about this, but doing like a set review. Yeah. Of going through all the cards from mm-hmm. the first set 
uh, basically by color okay. and kind of giving kind of our initial opinions, initial takes on yeah. the cards. And then that way, giving you all the information. And yeah, so I'm mm-hmm. excited to do that um, because, again, I, I'm, I really enjoy this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really looking forward to playing more of this game. And uh, I'm going to be playing more of it. Uh, yeah, well, I'll tell you later. <laughs> I'll tell you later, Jim. Okay. So, all right. Well, that is this week's card of the week, Clarity, Ageless Defender. All right. Well, uh, with that, Jim. Jim. Jim, 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 Jim. You guys can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Jim Morgan H and H. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to go there. You guys can find me on Twitter, underscore DG Campbell. Instagram, daniel.g.campbell. Head over to our website, hobbiesandhappiness.com. You can find links to pretty much everything right there. Yeah. D- head over to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash hobbiesandhappiness. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and hit that notification bell so you can be notified whenever we release new content like this and other video content as well. So, yeah, that's all we got for you guys today. Had a lot of fun. I'm, again, I'm looking, I can't wait to play more of this game. And I'm just mm-hmm. so stoked that we have cards. Yep. I'm so happy that we have cards here that I can hold <laughs> and sh- sift through and just really oogle, ogle, and look at them. <laughs> so, all right. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us today. And we'll catch you in the next episode. See you, everybody. Take care. Bye.